Hey friends, you're listening to season two of the Beside Quiet Waters podcast. I'm Lisa Nickel, and I'm here to help you find Jesus in your everyday. Hello friends, it's nice to have you join me. This is episode 11 and we are talking about the big idea of how to disciple our kids. The past few episodes, we've talked about the first two big stones in the jar of discipling our kids. We've talked about how God is the most interested in having our kids know him and how we are partnering with him rather than him partnering with us. And then we talked about how the best thing we can do for our kids is to keep growing ourselves. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I recommend checking out episode 9 and 10. Today, we're going to look at how do we talk about God? There are so many things about God that we could talk about. And I think as adults, we live in the complication of a messier world than our kids. And you sort of wonder, well, where do we even start? How do I even have the answers for anything they might ask? Now, if you feel like you have a good approach that fits your kids and you have an idea of how you want to talk about this, then just roll with it. But if you're feeling a bit lost as to where to start, I'm going to give you one suggestion of a great starting place. When I worked as a children's minister, I was mentored by this incredible woman who taught me a very helpful way to frame the biblical story. Although at the time, I didn't understand why it was such a good way of understanding the Bible. She spent a lot of time focused on the idea of God as king and us being part of God's kingdom. And at first, I couldn't figure out why she was on about it so much. Why did she spend so much time talking about God as king? What I began to understand is that you can trace the theme of God as king through the entire Bible. It helps make sense of the whole Bible and there that there is a need for a king and a good ruler, what happens when you have it and what happens when you don't. And it's right there from creation all the way to the very end of Jesus coming again. And the reason that this idea of kingship works with kids, especially young kids, is because they're in a stage of life when they have authority figures. They have parents and teachers and people who are in charge of them, and they understand that if they have good parents, they're safe. If they have a good teacher at school, then the classroom is safe and fun and a place where learning can happen. A perfect, wise, and loving king is an image they understand the benefit of. And the whole Bible is an account of what kind of king God is. If you think about the Bible as a whole, you see this theme of kingship all the way through. We begin with God as king over all creation. Then God calling out Abraham to start God's great nation, through which God will bless the whole world. Then in Egypt, God is shown to be the greatest king, greater than Pharaoh and all the Egyptian gods. And he leads the Israelites as their God and king. After a while, Israel rejects God as king and chooses their own. And God grants them this and says, okay, but he says, it's not going to turn out very well. Your king is going to make you into a slave. And they say, well, we'll try it. We'll just, uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes for us. (laughs) And then David is a good king and things go well, but even David fails. And there's an obvious need for a good king and the promise of a good and perfect king to come from David's line. Now, things get worse before they get better, and the reality is that the kings who choose themselves and other gods over the one true God destroy the nation of Israel and lead everybody into captivity. And then 
they wait. They wait for the good king to come. Then Jesus comes and shows the world what kind of king God is. Humble, loving, gentle, kind, crucified, powerful, the promise keeper, wise, a miraculous healer, and one who sets people free. Jesus dies and is resurrected and ascends to heaven. He makes himself a sacrificial king in his death, a powerful king and a God over all life and all creation again in his resurrection. And then he ascends to heaven as king of heaven and king over all. And then when he returns, he will make all things right as the good king, ridding the world of evil and all hurt and death and all the things that plague us. And the response for us to this great and wonderful story is that we can choose to be part of his kingdom which means submitting ourselves to his rule and reign, but trusting him because we know what kind of a king he is. So with our kids, reading the Bible then becomes an adventure in discovering just what kind of king God is. You can even keep a running list on a poster board with your kids as you read the events recorded in the Bible, asking yourself the question, what do we learn about God as king from this story? It helps focus our reading of the Bible to remember that all of the biblical narrative is about God. It isn't about heroizing the people of the Bible. We're not trying to be like Samuel or David, although we might see ourselves reflected in the choices of Samuel and David. Every event in the Bible is a clue to the question, what kind of king is God and do I want to be part of his kingdom? Kingship is always a really helpful way to talk to kids also about their own response to God. When we talk with kids in Sunday school and things, we often talk about sin as all the bad things we can do. And you can, if you saw me right now, you'd see I'm doing like little air quotes, all the bad things we can do. But it's not very helpful because it gives the false impression that if we don't do the bad things, then we have no need from God because we can achieve it ourselves if we just could do all the good things. But you can actually frame it in this way. Am I allowing God to be king over me? Or am I choosing my own way? See, our need for God is deeper than just not doing bad stuff. Our need for God goes deep to the core of our being about who we are allowing to be in control of our lives. It makes the choice simple. It's either me trying to be in charge and decide what's right, or it's trusting God and allowing him to be in charge. And As your kids move through the Bible and as they grow up, they'll be able to build a foundation of what kind of king God is as revealed in scripture. They'll see that he is trustworthy and loving and kind and just and faithful to his promises, that he's a provider, that he's a healer, that he's wise and powerful. And it's these foundations that will help them in life. There's also another aspect that's really important about understanding then who we are and who our identity is in God as children of this great king. And it also helps us to see that everybody else in the world is also one of God's children in which they also reflect the image of the king. And if we see people as image bearers of the great king, then it shapes then and helps us to understand how God is asking us to treat one another. One thing that I've noticed for myself in the last probably 10 years is my own journey about learning what kind of king God is. See, before I went and worked as a children's minister, 
I knew a lot of the stories, but I had a lot of bad, false theology about who God was. I thought that God was sort of always waiting for me to make the wrong mistake, that he led me, if I felt anxious or feel fearful about something, that that was God telling me what to do. I believed that God was could be cruel and that he might abandon me or that he wasn't always present with me or that he wasn't kind and didn't have my best interests at heart. Of course, I would never say this to someone, but then as things started happening in my life, sort of the pressures of becoming a parent and then also living with chronic illness, a lot of the pat answers, the easy answers that I had developed over my life started to sort of fall apart at the seams. And the journey that I went on was really beginning to learn what kind of king God is. And that I could either choose to trust what he says about himself or give up. I chose, by the grace of God, to trust he is who he says he is. And learn that even though I was having a difficult time, God was present with me in it. And that the gift of him was not that he would fix my life, but that he would be present with me in my suffering. Because he is a God who is all-knowing and always present. I learned that he is kind. That he will take care of me and actually provide me what I need, not just what I think I need. And there's been a great journey in my own life of continuing to learn what kind of king God is and to allow him to have further reign over my own life. And it's been a good journey for me to share with my kids as I continue to learn what kind of king God is. The great thing about learning about God is that it will never, ever be over. God is great and infinite, and he is eternal. And that means that the adventure of understanding and knowing him will never be over. I remember talking with my grandma at the time, I think she was about 87. She said, well, I'm reading through Isaiah again, you know, and I'm just learning something new. And I love that. She was on the great adventure and the great journey of learning who God was and is. And even at 87, she was still learning new things. And that's the adventure we want to invite our kids in. We want to invite them into the truth of the Bible and who God has revealed himself to be, and most deeply in the person of Jesus. Jesus is the full revelation of God. He is exactly what God wanted us to know about him, about what kind of king he is, about what kind of God he is. And it's an amazing journey to take with your kids to go through the Bible and start to learn and give them an accurate picture. Because like I said before, we are giving them the opportunity to choose. We are trying to show them who God is and then communicate them, communicate to them that this is something they're going to have to choose for themselves. We can't make them be Christians. We can't force them to be Christians. <laughs> it's something that they have to choose every day. I hope that this idea of kingship is just the first step for you as you go through with your kids what it means to follow Jesus and what it means to choose to have him be king over your life. So like I said at the beginning, this is just one way to approach introducing your kids to God. There are lots of other ways, 
But one thing that I wanted to share in accompaniment with this is a really good children's Bible that also sort of shows that through theme of God as king, as Jesus as the good king. And it's called the Big Picture Bible. It's a kid's Bible that follows the whole story and shows how the whole story of the Bible fits together. It's definitely more of a Bible that helps kids understand the great story rather than any specific verses. But it is, um, I like the illustrations. They're simple and consistent. Um, and the way they tell the story to help children understand exactly who Jesus is, why the importance, why there was a need for a good king, all those things. It's just, it's a really great Bible. So I'll include that in the notes of the podcast, a link for that. Um, you might be able to get it out at your library. I sometimes have found it at, you know, Goodwill or a thrift store because my kids destroyed our first one from reading it so much. So that is my suggestion for today. I will continue to provide little suggestions here and there. But yeah, the Big Picture Bible by David Helm. That's what you're looking for. So those are some of my thoughts on kingship. I think I'll leave you with that today. But before I leave you, I want to leave you with a blessing. I hope that this has been a good starting place for some of you as you've started to wonder how to talk with your kids about God. And um, here's my blessing for you. May the good and kind king show you who he is. May he reveal himself to your children, and may they have fresh eyes and open hearts to receive him. May he make it easy for you and for your kids to allow him to have reign over your life, and may you see him for the great and beautiful king that he is. May God do a deep work in your children's lives, as young as possible. And may they know the joy of choosing God for their whole life. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. If you heard something that you found encouraging or something that was helpful, I would love it if you would share this podcast on your social media and with your friends. I would also love it if you would leave a review for me and you can also go to besidequietwaters.net to sign up for my newsletter that sends out and you can also find um, a whole bunch of blog posts from me there and read my writing. All right, that is everything for me. I hope you have a blessed day and I hope that you are able to see Jesus in your everyday today.